Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Mentor Podcast with Eric and Jolene Engel, where Eric and Jolene answer marriage questions for believers, looking at the root of the problem instead of the symptom, always while applying God's wisdom and word for a Christ-centered marriage. Hi, I'm Eric Engel with my wonderful wife, Jolene, with another episode of The Marriage Mentor. How to avoid the blame game in marriage. Dear Jolene, what if a husband blames others, even me, his wife, instead of taking ownership himself for his own actions and making the relationship crappy? <laughs> well, the reality is we sin. And as I remind my my teenage son, take responsibility for your own sin. Now, as a wife, when the husband is blaming everyone else, it's just like, okay, well, you could think that all day long, but the reality is it's it's their sin. You can't, you can't force a person to be spiritually mature or spiritual in itself, because in this case, I'm not sure if this man's a believer or not. Um, but here's what the Bible says, Romans 12, 17 to 20. Never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone could see you are honorable. That's the key right there. Um, I, I could, I live with a sinner. So my husband could certainly tell me it's my fault. And gee, hun, have you ever said that? That uh, it's I, my fault? I think I have. As a matter of fact, we all want to say it's someone else's fault. You go right back to the Garden of Eden. Right. And that's what Eve did. That's what Adam did. Right. Right. Well, because it's our pride, okay? So whether the husband is right or wrong, a believer or a non-believer, we all do this, every single one of us. And so what you have to look at is, are your actions honorable before the Lord? And have the Lord search your heart. And if they are, okay, great, I'm good, I'm in the clear, okay? So that sin's on him. But if he keeps rubbing it in your face, saying you're the one, you're the one, you're the one, the next step is, oh, well, let me re retaliate because that's that's the other thing that we want to do is repay evil for evil but what does the bible say it says don't do that do things in such a way that everyone could see you are honorable okay your character matters um your guy could be an outright jerk but that doesn't mean that you have to respond to the way that he's responding um the the passage goes on to say do all that you can to live in peace with everyone Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scriptures say, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. Instead, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals of shame on their heads. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. And that passage that talks about burning, um, heap burning coals of shame on their head, uh, that's a form of kindness to the sense of your... When you turn around and bless your enemy, and in this case, that's how your husband's acting, and you, you decide, oh, I'm going to go make him, him his favorite dessert as he's, you know, throwing out insults, and then you turn around and bless him, that instance of heaping burning coals on his head, it's to wake up his conscience of how he's treating you, that it's just like, that's not right behavior. So the more good you do and the more you bless him, that should waken him up to really his own pride and his wretched ways. So, well, you know, I want to, this brings up a story, and I think you were alluding to it before, but I wanted to share a story that we had. Oh, yeah, I remember the story. <laughs> How could I forget that story? We were on our way uh, to a volleyball match that we were playing in. Right. And I think we were probably pressed for time. And we're on the freeway, we're talking, and I missed the off ramp. Right. And, 
And by the way, missing this off-ramp means that there's a long ways before the next off-ramp. Uh, correct. And, and I remember, I turned to you, uh, I don't know if I did it right then or, or yeah, right as, then. Soon, as soon as I realized <laughs> it, right? And I blamed you. I don't even, it was stupid. I don't even know how I could, but I blamed you because I missed the off-ramp, maybe because you were talking to me. Well, what was so hilarious is I don't, I had never been there, so I didn't know what where we were going i had no clue of you know what off ramp you should be taking or not taking that and he turns to me he's and he blames me and i'm just looking at him thinking that's got to be the most absurd thing i ever heard it doesn't matter you were talking to me so you distracted me so i missed the off ramp okay And, and right that goes right back to that sin nature because I don't want to be wrong. Who wants to be wrong? I want to blame someone else. I always want to blame someone right, else. Right. I think we all want to blame someone else. No one wants to sit there and say, hey, yeah, I'm a screw up. Right. Okay. So how, how did you handle that? I, I don't really I recall. just remember looking at you thinking, think, and I thought to myself, because again, I was, I think we were engaged um, we weren't married yet because we no, we weren't. And, um, I remember thinking to myself, okay, I got to learn to have that gentle and quiet spirit, not really knowing what that looked like. So the closest thing for me to grasp was, okay, keep my mouth shut. But clearly, you know, here, you're over here accusing me of something that I'm like, that's the stupidest thing I ever heard. There's like, oh yeah, it's my fault. You missed your off ramp. And I don't even know. I don't even know where we're going. So I just sat there and I just kind of looked at you and I had a smile on my face because I thought, okay, well, he could blame me all he wants, but it's not my issue. Because I, in that moment, I learned, okay, be gentle in this and God knows me. Which God is, knows the situation. Which is key, okay? And, uh, and you brought up something that I really wanted to address because a lot of gals who try to be a godly submissive gal will take on that garbage and say, oh, I'm sorry, honey, that I did that or whatever. And they shouldn't. No. Okay? Because that's not what it means to be a submissive wife a submissive wife, and let your husband lead. You don't take on the garbage. You don't take on his sin. No. Okay? And so, and, and by the way, that was your opportunity to bail out before we did get married, but I guess you stuck with it. Well, yeah, so I, I stuck with that. it because the here's what he did, though. I mean, you were very quick later on, and I love this because, again, I was, I was a new believer. I didn't respond back because I thought, okay, something, I don't, I don't know what happened to this man. I mean, he just kind of flipped a switch, and he's over here blaming me. Well, and I just kind of smiled. I didn't really say anything. Well, a few minutes later... Eric apologized because it was the Holy Spirit who convicted him. You know, I didn't need to turn around and say, well, you were wrong. You know, and that's not to say that there's not times when I haven't done it. But in that moment, and that's why it's so important that you allow the Holy Spirit to move in your life because you don't know the work that he's wanting to do. Um, In that situation for us, it was just like, I didn't want to turn around and, and say, well, no, you're wrong in this situation because that was my nature. That was my old nature to do those things. To just really be combative and contentious. So what if you have a guy that uh, is not controlled by the Holy Spirit, does not apologize. He's right in everything. Well, that's his issue. I mean, I go back to what the Bible says. Do things in such a way that everyone could see you are honorable. I look at me and, and my relationship with the Lord. Yes, I'm a wife, but I'm a daughter of the Most High God first. And I'm going to live in a way that pleases the Lord. And if my husband li- doesn't like it, too bad, so sad. That's not my issue. You know? Um, if he always wants to place blame over and over again, I'm still going to be the type of woman that God wants me to be. 
and I have to do it in a way where it's gentle and humble and gracious. And are there times um, that being married to a believer, you're to rebuke him? Yes, the scripture says that. Um, are there times when he's fallen away from the Lord and you're to bring him back? Yes, the scriptures say that. Uh, are there times when he's not a believer and you should turn around and respond back? You're to do so based on your conduct. It's always the conduct. A wife's conduct is key. So avoid the blame game. Um, know that you stand before the Lord. And if there's a time that the Holy Spirit says confront, then do so in um, humility and gentleness. So those are my thoughts. Excellent. Okay. I'm Jolene Engel here with my husband, Eric, and I'm at JoleneEngel.com. <laughs>